Hey family, if you are an educator, a teacher, a principal, an education consultant, I have something so special that you cannot find anywhere else that is coming to your phone, your iPad, your desktop. I am bringing together my squad. I'm bringing together my team. I'm bringing together some folks who you can identify with because they were in the classroom in schools and education organizations just like you and now they are running six and seven figure education consulting businesses. I am Dr. Erica Jordan Thomas and welcome to the Seven Figure Educator Podcast. Let's kind of start with a poll first so that way we can set the stage with some context. So raise your hand if you are full-time in your business. And then keep your hand up if you were full-time in your business a year ago. Raise your hand if you have had a four-figure contract. Keep your hand up if you had a five-figure contract. Raise your hand if you've ever had to increase your price. Huh? Ever, if you've ever had to increase your price. Okay, okay. Just take the note. (laughs) So let me rephrase the question. Raise your hand if the price you got today is the price you started with. Okay. All right. So let's, let's unpack this a little bit. We've had a lot of conversation the past day and a half around mindset. And so I would love to start with Deborah around when you think about your mindset journey, what was your biggest kind of mindset obstacle that you overcame that allowed you to grow your business? You funny. <laughs> So for me, the biggest thing was believing that I could do it full time because I was holding on to, but I mean, benefits and, you know, it's just me. I can't just be quitting my job and think I'm doing good work, but I need to hold on to this thing that I was looking at as stability. And someone on the stage said, it's so interesting. Sometimes we cling to the thing that we believe is stability, but if we don't let go of it, we can't chase after freedom. And when you get to freedom, you'll find that stability is there, security is there. So for me, it was, there was no example in my circle of someone who doesn't have a spouse and the support and all of that to just leap. So it had to be me. I jumped. In order to build your business, at some point you're going to have to jump. Just to be clear. We're going to have to jump. I have a particular question for you, James. But before we I ask my question, I want to show a little something and flashback to a year ago. <laughs> so I want us to take a look at a, a video of James at SFE last year. And I want you to hear his reflection of being at SFE last year. So let's watch the clip. Hey, my name is James O'Neill. I am from Charlotte, North Carolina, the QC, and my business is Mastery for All, and the educational consultant side of my business deals with six through 12 math teachers and their instructional practices as they educate black boys in the classroom. Math is a gateway subject, and I really want everyone to be invited to be mastery students. I decided to attend Six Figure Educator Live because I got to a certain point, I'm at a certain point in my life where it's time to go to the next 
next level and I know that I need help. And so being around like-minded people who are doing the work, who are really getting it in and who have proven receipts, I'm just like, I believe in myself. And so I want to be in a space where I can be inspired and equipped to really go after the thing that I want to go after right now. All right, now that I'm here, I know that this was a destiny move for my life. And the way that I'm feeling, I'm feeling overwhelmed, but it's a great feeling because I know now that the work that I have to do, I know what I have to do. And so I'm excited. I'm yet fearful. I'm joyful. But at the same time, it's a destiny moment for me. So I feel like I know I made the right decision. And so I'm just excited about the next um, steps in my life. Since being here, the thing that has shifted for me is what to do next. And so I knew that this would be my last year in the classroom, but I did not know how I would leave and what I would go into next. And so right now I feel like this is my next step. I need to step out full time and being an entrepreneur and really going after my dreams. And so that totally shifted since I've been here. I'm a part of the Get Launch Consulting, and so I'm one of Erica clients. So I already knew that what I was coming to was gonna be something that's gonna make me better. And so being in this space has allowed me to really hear and see what's next and to make connections and to talk to people that are doing the work that look like me or in the same demographic as myself. And so that's definitely changed me since I've been here. So here's what I think is, is easy to underestimate. You declared something and then you made it happen. Because you said, I know this is my last year in the classroom. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I now know that my next step is I need to go full time. Hey there, I'm just popping in real quick because I wanna make sure that you know about my free community that I have specifically for education consultants to be able to network, to be able to get access to resources. If you got a question about your business, even if your question is just like, where do I start? If your question is, yo, this client said this thing, how are other people handling it? I have a community for you and it's completely free. So if you go to the show notes and click on the link for my free Facebook group, Get Launch Consulting and request to join, then we're gonna be excited to have you a part of our community. So head to those show notes, click that link and request to join our group. So you made a declaration last September and now you are full-time in your business and you followed through. And I wanna be really clear, my marketing message is not I help you leave your job. That's not my marketing message because I believe that is a personal choice I believe that my job is to help you experience your fullest financial potential. And I do believe that it, that will not be at your job. And so part of what I wanna unpack with you, James, is because you declared it and then it happened. And I would love for you just to do a little bit of a think aloud of what the past year has looked like for you that has allowed you to be able to follow through with the declaration. So I'm not gonna make the declaration about leaving my job, the declaration, you said it a year ago. And what you said a year ago is now true, right? So you created a vision that you had a year ago and I think that's so powerful and I would love for you to talk to folks a little bit about what this past year has looked like for you that has led you to where you are now. Yeah, so um, a year ago, I was Saturday morning, I, I woke up and just randomly brushed, well not randomly because you brush your teeth and wash your face. <laughs> what you do, because you don't want to come here stinking, but um, 
I did that and I heard in my spirit, God say, you're going full time. And I was like, you know, I, I, I love the Lord. And I said, devil, you are a liar. <laughs> because there is no way that I'm about to go full time in something that I, do, I don't even know. I don't know what this is. I'm just like, I was going to go in the district level, get a district position, still work the business on the side and still like build it out. I'm just like, I wasn't ready for that. But what you talked about yesterday was urgency. And so my, I went to go sit with a friend and she was just, she's in um, she's a full-time entrepreneur. And she was just like, you're spoiled. You got nine months to prepare. And I, I didn't see it that way. I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing. There's so much learning. I've never been in this space before. But she said, you have nine months to prepare to go full time. And so when that urgency was created, like you said, vision, you're just like, I'm, I love kids. I love what I do. I'm in this for the right reason. That's never the case. And so I struggled with not showing up and being that teacher that I had been for 15 years. And understanding that I was transitioning, come on, James, transitioning out <laughs> of the classroom um, and dealing with that I can't, I'm, going, I'm about to show up in a new way. And so me taking the, the week off to do PD for a, a nonprofit and make money that way is that I have to set up the system in the classroom. Like when I'm gone, I know my kids are not all gonna do the work. So that's gotta be a, a way that I have to set this up, but I gotta get ready to transition. So my nose became strong. And the things I said yes to became stronger and I went and I researched and I looked up and I got on every webinar that you had online because I'm not missing nothing in this season because I need to learn everything that I need to learn. And so the urgency created a new vision, a new passion, and it, it fine-tuned what I really needed to do in order to prepare for something that I'm going to always be preparing for, you know. And so that, this journey has been a lot, but I learned that I could make money. And when I learned that, and when I started working for the nonprofits that were paying me $1,000 a day to do PD, I'm just like, in these five days, I've made my salary in a month, I mean, a month and a half. And so I'm just like, and they got the big contract, and they're giving me $1,000. What is this money that's out here? Like, I was exposed to so much. And I was like, so these are the potential, these are the possibilities that can happen this year. The moment... Here's the belief that I'm hoping you're listening for, that once you can receive and deeply, deeply understand, it is going to completely shift your business, is the belief that money can always move faster. So whatever you believe is the speed of money, it can always move faster. So that's what I'm saying, 10 times out of 10, you thinking too small. Yeah. Because we've been talking seven-figure years. There are people who do seven-figure months. Thank you for, for sharing that and sharing your story. Jessica, you are managing both your full-time role and your business. Talk to us a little bit around how you manage both. So first off, so I want you to talk through how you manage both. And then I also want to hear a little bit around how your perception of money has changed as you're managing both. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. I, and introduce yourself. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm Jessica Lamb. It's nice to see all of you. And I am the founder and CEO of Lamb Consulting. So I support school leaders, district leaders, um, in really streamlining their talent systems. So that way they are increasing staff satisfaction and disrupting teacher attrition on their school and district levels. I have two jobs right now, my business and my full-time job. 
And I will say in full transparency, I work remotely, which helps tremendously with creating and having a business. I have given myself my own like goal of thinking about this more in December on transitioning out, mainly because in July, I realized I was going to this year match my salary with my consulting. And yeah, it was great. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Not water. Let me. Which goes to Erica's point. <laughs> Which does go to Erica's point. What she was saying: if you know your numbers, you kind of know where this is like leading to. And by end of the year, I will hit six figures with it. So it made it very clear to me. And seeing how money was moving with these contracts, like, oh, I'm doing way less work at my full-time job and making so much more. I need to shift myself over. The reason why I haven't is I really do um, love the work that I do. So that's the reason why I have not left yet. But I said this in a panel before where my first contract in full transparency was 24,000 for about four months. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm wealthy. And <laughs> realized very, very soon after that I needed to increase my prices, all of us have. And so my biggest contract, it's less than half of that time, but almost triple that amount. So being able to see that there's money always moving and that there are also consultants, and I say this a lot because I think all of us have had our own experiences with entering and kind of your own um, insecurities or fears about it, but I have always stand, stood on this and being a teacher, seeing so many consultants come into the school who were not great and got tons of money and knowing that my 50% was their 200% made it very clear to me that do it, do it. And we deserve to be in those spaces. This is so good. Uh, Dr. Lisa, you just recently made the transition into your business full time. And I think what's been really unique about your story is how you've used your existing network to really be able to build your runway. Blink at me if you're scared to even think about full time. Just give me blink and blink real hard. I'm not gonna cause you to raise your hand, but really, okay. I'm seeing eyebrows move. I'm seeing, I'm being, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing all this. Okay, because some of you, your small thinking or what thinking small looks like you for right now is you can't even conceptualize what it would look like to work for yourself. Because your first thought is, how would I pay myself? That's your first thought. And I think what each of our, our panelists have a unique story around is how they've been able to make money move to where it's been able to minimize that fear. And I think what James just talked about, and I think Dr. Lisa can talk well too, is how you can strategically build the runway, but also what building the runway looks like is actually prioritizing the right things and spending your time in the right places versus people trying to go full-time and make money and they're making social media posts. When it's like, you could be talking to your supervisor at your last job for a contract, right? So can you talk a little bit around some of the moves that you made during your runway time that allowed you to build the cushion that you were able to build to make you feel comfortable to say the yes and transition to your business full time? Okay, so I was really able to use my um, previous job as a, a very good place to start. I was a state consultant. And so as a state consultant, I was in charge of renewals of charter schools. So I spent a whole day um, with almost all the charter schools in the state of North Carolina. Hey, North Carolina. Hey. They know me. They knew of me. 
And so once I resigned um, from my position at the State uh, Department, um, I was able to call them. I knew their pain points. I spent a whole day with them. I, talk, I mean, I spent the day with the parents and the students, and so I knew everything, and so I was able to leverage that. Um, I was also able to leverage, um, I don't know how else to say it, but Chad, who was doing the same thing that I was, he was doing the same thing that I was doing, but I knew that um, we weren't receiving him um, from just from conversations saying we had a contract with um, Chad, and he didn't know what he was doing. So then I was like, well, listen, let's talk about that. And so I was able to you know, take some of Chad's um, clients and, and it's, work <laughs> <laughs> it's working well for, yeah, it's working well for all of us. So, um, yeah, so that, that, that has been my journey. I um, haven't really had to market. I mean, I, I you know, I, I have my Instagram posts. I send out my emails, but they're, I just have clients. And uh, what was the number that was kind of your uh, pivot point of, if I hit this number, then I'm going to feel comfortable making the decision to pivot? In the mastermind group, we have our quarterly calls with um, Dr. EJT. And um, she said, okay, Lisa, you're going, you told me you were going into your um, business full time on, in July. So you need to make plans to, to exit. And so from that point on, I decided um, from quarter one to quarter two that I was going to have to at least get my salary. Well, I actually um, was able to get three contracts that doubled the salary um, that I was making. Here's what I'll be trying to tell y'all. This is Virgo energy. Here's what I'll be trying to tell y'all. Just like how in your classroom, you are never surprised by the outcome because you was giving exit tickets, you was doing do nows, you was collecting data, you was analyzing data. So when it came time for the actual assessment, you could predict where you were gonna fall. It's the same thing in your business. So if entrepreneurship feels unpredictable for you, you're not strategic planning. And here's the thing, when y'all be talking to me, I be listening, but also when you say stuff, I can tell you what, I can hear what you're not doing in your business. So when someone's like, you know, I got thrown off by this or, you know, something happened, I was like, you're not weekly planning. Or when you can't meet a certain expense or you have to do something, I'm like, you weren't looking at your money, which tells me you're not strategic planning. And so what Dr. Lisa was just talking about is an example of why strategic planning is so important. It is the equivalent to lesson planning. You would never step into a classroom in front of a group of kids without a lesson plan. Now, whether it was written down, whether you typed it out, whether it's some bullet point, like your format was your format, but you would never step in front of a group of kids without a plan. When you are running your business without a strategic plan, without looking at your money, that's what you're doing, is you're stepping in front of a classroom of kids with no lesson plan. James, talk to us about the first time you raised your price. Why did you, what, what told you you needed to raise your price? How did you know? I knew because I was listening to other people and what they were charging. 
And then I also knew, I was like, look at these numbers now, James. Like, you got the math, got the math. Like, you can't make it off of what you've been doing before. And so the first time I raised my price, I was actually in a meeting. And because, I'll say this, you have to, whatever you do, you still have to be excellent in it. And so someone looked at me and gave me a price and said, well, we want you here for all day, all day long. And I was like, they started off like at 60, uh, 6,600. And she was like, but I know you charge more. I was like, oh, really? Do, oh, okay, so the expectation is, so this is the first time I was like, I'm gonna ask for 10,000 for a full day. And I choked thinking about it. But I said, I'm gonna ask for this because I know that I was just in a conversation with somebody in the district and they just spent $50,000 on books that they threw away. And I said, they're throwing away 50,000 because they feel like they can. I should be able to ask for 10. And so it totally shifted my mindset. Ooh. Listen, don't make me bring a podium up here, James. You're a podium. Have you stayed at the podium? Uh, Deborah, what's been the impact of you being in this community? Being surrounded by like-minded people who will hold you accountable. So being not just in mastermind, but we have our pause where we share our wins and we encourage one another. And it was exciting for me, but even more exciting when my pod celebrated my five figure award. I did that in a week. And, and I gotta tell you, it started by, similar to what Jane said, someone asking my price and me saying, I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to go there. So I just said, okay, 5000 And then, you know, they said, well, that's not really in our budget. Okay. So they came back to me. They found the money. And then someone else asked me, could I come somewhere else later that week? So I had them pay for me to fly from there to the next place where they paid me 5,000 for one day and 10,000 for the following two days. And uh, Rama, I went back to work like, you can't talk to me any kind of way because I just made $20,000 in a week. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I now start every conversation with, so talk to me about your budget. I got that from being in this group. Oh, okay, so your budget is five to 10,000 and they say things like, but we know you're at the high end. I am, yeah. <laughs> I am. Oh, we know that you charge more than that. I do. <laughs> uh, but that came from being in a community and hearing what other people were charging and doing and thinking twice about what I'm offering. And for those of you, I just have to say it, if you think you're doing too much, nobody knows doing too much like this Jamaican girl right here who had 15 jobs always. I'm in a doctoral program. I decided to move, quit my job. I'm just gonna do all of it at the same time. But I went full time mm. and I'm excited to say that it is, I, I do credit being a part of this community with having the courage to do it all. Mm. Mm. Jessica, what advice would you give to someone who has a vision of their business, they have a vision of a five-figure contract, and they are just afraid, or they're not afraid. sure they could do it, or they're wondering, 
you know, if I feel like this is a group and community that would help me get there, what advice would you have for them? There is always someone who doesn't know what they're doing and already making twice what you're saying. There is. And I say that I, uh, a quick story, I remember going on LinkedIn and I was thinking, you know what, let me see who are some established like talent people and just kind of like see what's going on. And I stumbled upon um, someone who was doing it um, and I was shook for a few reasons. One, it seemed like no effort. Like they were just kind of like, here's my stuff. And the prices they were charging were astronomical compared to what the services, like the actual description wasn't a ton. And I'm thinking, I'm gonna provide this and this and this and this. And here I am charging like a fifth of what I'm seeing. Like, no, I, I am grateful for this group because I think when you're in your communities, you might feel like a unicorn trying to start a business or saying you wanna go full-time in your business or people are like, what, you're gonna give up them benefits? And it's really important to just be very clear and understand every time I've ever met a black educator, there is an immense talent that we bring to our schools and our communities all the time. And people will pay us for the talents that we have. And you need to remember that. I am not shocked anymore with the prices that I charge and the prices that I see other people charge. And we shouldn't be. And I think once you see it once and you're like, oh, it just keeps going and you keep going. And that's why to Erica's point, like seven figure, I remember thinking like 24K, cool, like I'm good with that. And now I'm thinking, no, I wanna go more. Like 100K doesn't cut it anymore. Like I wanna keep going further. And it's possible for us. And I think being in this community and even in this space this weekend is so conducive to building those relationships like James and Dr. Lisa have done in making sure I have people in my network who will also support me and help me in furthering that work. And then Dr. Lisa, what question would you give folks on how to be successful in community? Because there are some people who, here's what I've, I've heard and I'm like, I have an opinion about it. When people were like, People sometimes join community and they get overwhelmed because it's, they expected, I want to be one of five. Like they expected a small group. And so when it's not a small group, they get overwhelmed and they feel lost in the sauce. When really what they're saying is because you want to play small, you expect me to play small too. So because you are afraid of more clients, you expect me to be afraid of clients and only work with five people at one time. But when you get in our community and you realize that there, it, it, you have to be proactive in order to get what you need, because I might slide in your DM, but I'm not gonna remind you about a call. I'm not gonna remind you to do your modules. I'm not gonna remind you to do anything. And so what advice would you give to someone in terms of how to successfully navigate community to really take, because you all show up and if you could just talk a little bit on what showing up looks like and what advice you would give to anyone to really be able to maximize a, a room and group like this. Okay. Um, so one thing that I do is I really take advantage of our Facebook group. I will post a question. I will ask a question. I will uh, DM someone. I will um, just really, and I think every call we have, I unmute and I ask a question or I, I'll, I'll just, I just take advantage of the time that I have with my community. And so we do have our calls, we do have our quarterly uh, retreats, but in between all of that, we have our pod calls. 
Um, we email each other in between meetings. Um, I'm sitting beside um, Dr. Tangy right now. We're in the same pod, but we've been talking like we uh, grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, just because, <laughs> yes, yeah, just because we have established this relationship. So I think community is definitely um, been a very, very important part of my journey of success. And just to be clear, the Facebook group she's talking about ain't the hashtag get launched Facebook group. So if you notice, if you make a post in there, I'm going to like it or I'm going to celebrate you, I'm not going to answer your question because that's the free Facebook group. Now, I'll go live sometimes, and if you ask me a question on the live, right, I'm not going to spend my time in that group answering questions because guess where the answer is? And this group. And people be in there asking questions like, can somebody send me a proposal template? I'm like, I, I wonder if they know we got a whole three-hour module on proposals. Can somebody tell me, I'm about to have my first webinar. I'm wondering if what types of emails I should send. I'm like, I wonder if they know we have a whole module on webinars and we give you sample email templates. How many? 54. But they want to kick it in the free Facebook group. I remember I also put myself in the hot seat one time. Um, you know how she's been calling people up and giving advice? Well, I went on the Facebook page and I said, listen, y'all, I'm going to put myself in the hot seat. Here's my situation. Help me out. And my team, the community came together and I um, got a solution. Awesome. Y'all give it up for our clients. Thank them for taking the time and for sharing their wisdom and expertise with us.